0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cotton Candy Logic. And tonight, I really want to get into the topic of regret. I've always thought about regret in a negative way. I've always thought about it being something that hinders our walk in Christ because we should not regret. So I put on Facebook this question if there was one day in your life that you could go back to, what would it be and why? Some people posted the day that their parent passed away. They wish they would have been there. Some people posted things a little bit more revealing just about their love life that they wish that maybe they didn't get married, you know, things of that nature. And one person posted, well, I do not want to go back to any day of my life because I feel like everything happens for a purpose and a reason, and I'm grateful for that. So then that led me into the Bible. Something that I really feel like we always should turn to is the Bible because it's a guidebook. Obviously, we pray and we ask God to help our hearts discern what the Bible is trying to speak to us in context and not out of context. And when I read the Word, I always try to Look at it for my own life, my own walk, not look at it and say, oh, that's what this person should be doing or that person should be doing, because there's so much work I have to do on myself. And I know if I can do that work through Christ, then I'm going to be a much better person, a happier person, um, a more fulfilled person. I'm far from being amazing, but I definitely try my best to be a good person every day. But I need work. I definitely need work. And so sometimes I just regret how frustrated I become about situations or people in my life I feel like that just don't understand me and I give so much energy and time to, I feel frustrated and I get mad that I get frustrated and I get upset that I'm allowing situations to really rob me of my joy, even if it's for a moment that I don't keep my eyes on Christ. So the the Bible I looked up online, you know, Google is great. I put in there, what does the Bible say about regret? And all these different scriptures came up. I was just like, wow, this is great. So one thing that stood out to me was 2 Corinthians 7.10, and it says, For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. And I'm like, wow, that's deep. So if I truly feel bad about what I've done, to repent means to really know that I've done wrong, to acknowledge that, and to accept the forgiveness that Christ is giving me because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And not sinning willfully, but understanding if and when I do sin, fall short of the glory of God, that I need to turn away from my sinful nature and I need to rely on God to continue to keep me in His will for my life. And if I'm doing that and really doing that with an open heart and a clean heart, there's no regret there. Whereas worldly grief produces death, which is true. You know, I thought about it, you know, regret. And if you regret every day, it leads to depression. And then once you become depressed, the enemy creeps in. You start thinking thoughts that are not godly. You start thinking thoughts that are totally contrary to who God has called you to be. Thoughts of suicide start to creep in. Our mind is such a battlefield. I once heard somebody say that 80% of what we worry about never actually comes to fruition. And I was like, I've wasted 80% of my day. You know, I started really thinking about that. Wow, if that's the case, then 80% of my day has been wasted. And only 20% has been productive. That's bad. I've got to focus on not the regret, which leads to death, which you feel nothing, useless, empty inside. But I have to, you know, refrain from being sinful and doing sin, repent, and move forward in Christ. Another verse, it says, 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This scripture I've read so many times throughout my life. I've been going to church since I was, before I can even remember. Um, my parents have been very faithful to, to raise us in church all my siblings and I and I have to say it's the best thing they could have did for me because I've been able to really rely on Christ and turn to God in my moments of weakness and my moments of stress and my moments of happiness and joy you know really recognizing that the only thing that really matters is to praise God every day but reading this scripture reminded me when I first started in ministry this church in Fontana and I remember you know the pastor that was there was such a great man he died a couple years ago and the pastor that I was working with, he was the youth pastor. He's dynamic. He's an incredible speaker. Um, very motivational. Really loves Christ. And he has such a pure heart. And when ministry starts to grow, because people get excited. You know, this pastor was very very um, charismatic, innovative. People got excited around him because his personality is so, you know, just infectious. And I just remember one time we were all sitting together and our prayer circle had tripled in size and people were sharing different people's sin of what to pray for. And I felt so uncomfortable. And so for me, it was really hard to understand this scripture out of context. You know, you can really do harm with that scripture where, oh, we're meeting in a prayer circle and we're going to pray for sister such and such. She's committing adultery. Pray for yourself. When God talks about in first John one, nine, what I, what I'm reading, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you have to confess to someone and you know, somebody that's here on earth, confess to somebody that, really truly doesn't have any kind of stake in who you are and in your life because a lot of times we tell people something it turns into gossip and that's very dangerous for the church in the body of Christ because then other people start to fall away from God so this this leader you know he grew so fast his ministry grew so fast and of course he started to recognize certain things and people and certain things that weren't meant to be in that ministry, and now his church has grown tremendously. He's still a very faithful man of God, and I wish him the best. But I know that's something he didn't permit either. He didn't like people bringing up gossipy things. So, we're, you know, that's not how we're supposed to live our life. We're not supposed to walk like that. Another scripture that talks about regret is Mark 11:24, 24, and it says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. My father growing up, I remember him always saying, you got to believe, you got to have faith without a shadow of a doubt. You got to know that God is going to do it. And growing up with somebody that really believed that, that genuine faith, that conviction in Christ, it did something to me and it's always done something to me. It made me believe that I can do absolutely anything through Christ. And sometimes, you know, (laughs) When you have God's favor and you've been raised in God's favor your whole life, you start to kind of think that, oh, maybe this is me and you take it on. It's tempting because when you've been raised in a family that's faith filled and God fearing and people are attracted to you because you're charismatic, all those gifts come from Christ. So it's important too, even as a believer that every single thing that we have, we give we give glory to God. We give praise to God. None of it, none of it is for our own selfish ambition and none of it is for our own praise. So regret, it's a deep thing, but we have to acknowledge like Isaiah 43:18 through 19 says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I'm going to leave you with that tonight. That's how great our God is and that's how big our faith has to be. We can't live in that mindset of regret. This is something I have struggled with for years. Always thinking about the past. Almost kind of like, you know, how you go out for coffee with a friend and you sit there and you just talk and you chit chat. Like sometimes I just toil with my thoughts, you know, like I'm having a cup of coffee with it. Oh, if I didn't do this, oh, if I didn't do that, oh, woe is me. It's such a waste of time. So when you start to regret, think to yourself, I just wasted 80% of my day. Only 20% was productive. Make your day productive. Put your priorities in Christ Jesus and he will meet your needs. It's been great, a little longer than we normally go, but hey... That's what Cotton Candy Logic's all about. Everybody have a wonderful night and thanks for listening.